0: Have you ever wondered what goes into your favorite brand's digital marketing strategy? I'm Tara, the founder of TJ Creative Agency. And I'm Audrey, the creative marketing director of TJ Creative Agency. Whether you're an influencer, a business owner, a content creator, or just an overall creative person, we'll teach you how to create the perfect social media strategy and build your brand online. Welcome back to Social Sessions podcast, everybody. We have a special guest. Can you guess who it is? It's Megan. It's Megan. Say hi, Megan.
1: Hi, everyone. So excited to be back, feeling very special and loved and excited.
0: You know her. You love her. She's been on twice before and she's back. And we are talking about how to stand out in a saturated market. And I'm now seeing in this outline that the title up here is Saturday.
1: It says standing hour in a Saturday market. (laughs) And we're gonna get ready to tell you working on how to word your content is the best (laughs) thing.
0: So so anyways, that's the title of the episode is Standing Hour in a Saturday Market. Anyways, I um,
1: typos are our
0: friend, uh, and that's why Megan's here because I'm the queen of typos. Like, to give you an insight into my life, I'm the friend. Like everybody has those friends where you're like, I just there's always typos, but I just have to figure out what you're saying. I'm the friend that always has typos, and my friends are like, yeah, I'm just used to it now. Like mm-hmm. I don't correct you on anything, but language. just know that nothing makes sense. <laughs> ever that you text. And it happens in my Instagram stories. It happens everywhere. Okay. And that's just who I am as a person. And you can't change that about me.
1: It's like because little puzzle that you come with.
0: Yeah. It's, it's just like an added bonus of being my friend. So Megan's here to constantly correct everything I do, actually. I'm sending her things, having her look them over, and she's like, this doesn't make sense what were you trying to say here?
1: Yeah.
0: And that's our working relationship.
1: Well, we love you for it. It makes you better. Like I said, it's it's an add on. Thank you so much.
0: (laughs) Um, anyways, this actually is a serious episode, serious as it can be. Um, but we have some really, I think this is something that a lot of people question, like how to stand out. And also, I honestly think this is something that a lot of people let hold them back. Um, Because social media, podcasting, like really a lot of digital anything is quite saturated. And I've heard this excuse 8 million times before of like, it's too saturated. I don't want to start. I don't want to whatever. So this is a very like relevant topic. Mm -hmm. So we're going to really dive into that. But you guys already know before we jump into the actual topic of the episode, we have a tip or update of the week in the last few Weeks, I've mostly just had an update for you, like some sort of social media update. But we have a tip this week, and this is really like just work on how you're wording your content. And what I mean by that, this, this this is something that's come up a lot with like our interns, and when I'm coaching people, um, I can't tell you how many times I've had this conversation. So I thought it would be time to bring it to the podcast. So basically, what I mean by that is like you're constantly being told to add value. Um, to your audience, whatever, bring value, bring value, bring value. That's what we hear all the time. And what I've noticed a lot is people take that and just start stating facts. Like they will make carousel posts or TikToks or whatever format it is, but they'll just kind of be like, this is what hair extensions are. This is what I'm using hair extensions as an example in this um, little tip but they'll be like whatever they'll be like how to like this is how you should take care of your hair extensions shampoo your hair extensions whatever blah 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 like it's just stating facts um but i want you to put yourself in the shoes of your audience like and be brutally honest with yourself if you're just scrolling through your instagram page and for example the cover of the carousel said different types of hair extensions be honest. Are you going to click on that? Like, are you going to scroll through the rest of the carousel? Are you going to watch the rest of the video? Probably not. Like odds are you're probably not because you probably don't care about the different types of hair extensions. But if you reword it in a way of like, which hair extension is right for you or hair extensions, like as Different, like astrology signs or different, like characters from a movie, whatever. You make it intriguing, you make it more captivating. You're probably going to get a lot more people spending time on your post, watching your videos all the way through, getting those watch hours up, whatever. So it's really about how you want to word things, which Megan and I have conversations about this all the time, where I'll send something over and I'll be like, this is the base of what I'm trying to say. How can I say this in a way that is like captivating and will grab someone's attention a little bit better?
1: Yeah. and Um, Someone told me one time, you don't have to be the first person to say it. You just have to be the best one. Because there's no way in any market that you're going to be the first person to say, these are all the different types of hair extensions, or these are the different ways that you should brush your teeth, or like, here's a new shirt to buy, like, whatever. You're never going to be the first person to say that. You just have to be the relevant one. And whether that's tying to, you know, what's going on right now, like making like a joke out of something, or if it's pop culture or you know anything kind of under the sun that you can think to tie it to that's what you need to kind of hang on to and that's what's going to captivate that's what's going to set you apart yeah
0: exactly and like i this is again i'm I'll bring up the interns as an example who i love and adore um and this isn't even just a this semester's intern situation this is something i've said to almost all of our interns but I'll get like cover photos or covers for reels, like that first slide. And for example, we have a plastic surgery account and it'll just say something like breast augmentation. And I have to, you know, we have the same conversation of, okay, if you're scrolling through this and it looks nice, right? The design is always nice, but I'm always like, okay, if you saw this and it just says breast aug or whatever, Like, you're probably – what about a breast dog? What are we trying to learn here? Like, what is the point of what you're trying to say? You just have to – you have to say it in a way that, like, makes someone care. Mm -hmm.
1: And I think another good tip, too, is say it how you speak it. You know, like, we – how many books have you read that you're like, no one talks like this? Or, like, Summer I Turned Pretty, for example. How many scenes in that show are you like, no one does this? like, no no one's
0: going to – No
1: one's going to say that. No one is dating the brothers at the same time. Like, If you think on that train of thought and you're able to articulate a language that people can relate to, that's something that people are going to read. That's what they're going to click on because they feel like maybe they wrote it or they feel like it's targeted towards them or they don't even realize what's going on, but they stop and read it anyways. That's how you get in there. That's kind of the essence of copywriting.
0: Exactly. So that's the tip of the week: is just reword, rework some of your stuff um, where it actually is like enticing to look at or read. Can anyone guess what I'm gonna say? I'll give you a big forehead kiss if you can. Please rate and review the podcast, everybody. I would love it if you rate and review the podcast. It means so much to Tara and I, and also Megan. So would love if you did that. I'll give you, I'll give you your space. I'll give you a few seconds. Hold on. Or pause, pause the podcast, pause it really quick. And then we'll come right back. Oh my God, you're back. Thank you so much for doing that. You guys. Hi guys, it's Audrey from the editing room. And I wanted to tell you guys about later. I'm sure you guys have heard us talk about it because we bring it up a lot. It's our go-to for Scheduling for not just us, but all of our clients, it is a software that I have been using since I started in social media in 2018, 2019, and it has evolved so much, and there's so many great features that Later has that other scheduling softwares don't have. One of my personal favorites is an AI caption writing feature, which is amazing, especially if you do not have any ideas for a caption. Like I say about all AI, it's a great starting place. So if you have a piece of content that you've already created, you just don't know how to caption it, you can basically give it a detailed description of the piece of content and it can come up with a caption for you, which is so great. And another thing that I really love is their saved captions. So if there's specific hashtags or specific call to actions that you like to use on a majority of your posts, You can literally save them in later. Click one button and it pastes whatever segment, whatever it is that you have saved right into your caption. So if you want to try out later, we have a link in our bio um, and I very strongly encourage you to give it a try. Now back to the episode. And now without further ado, we will get into the actual topic, standing out in a saturated market. Um, before we like jump into this fully, I did want to mention that we have a new blog post that just went out. By the time this episode is out, it will already be live on our website that is going even more in depth on everything that we're talking about today and gets really specific with three different companies. We talk about Rare Beauty, Makeup by Mario, and Summer Fridays, which you will hear us talk about During this episode, but it's going to be, you know, even more in depth and a deeper dive on their specific strategies. So if that's something that interests you, I would highly recommend for you to go over to the website. It's tj-creative slash blog, wait, tj-creative.com slash blog. And you can find even more information over there. So the first way that I think you can really stand out on a saturated market. Actually, let's discuss this as if like, we're going to talk about three different things. I think you need all three of these things, not just one or two. You need all three of these things. So let me preface with that. But number one is branding. I think you need to create unique and consistent branding because this is really how people are going to identify you. And I want to kind of like paint a quick picture for you. For example, in social media, I see a lot of the same branding for different agencies. It's always like, it's like one bold font, one script font, and like all neutrals. Different variations of neutrals. Megan, can you attest to this?
1: Yeah, agreed. It's all, all, yeah,
0: it's same thing. They all look the same. Yeah, exactly. So it's hard to like stand out in that sense, especially if, you provide the same services and your branding looks the same. Like it's hard to stand out, right? Someone might see your post on the explore page and it doesn't really mean anything. It could be you or it could be one of like thousands of social media agencies. You know what I mean? So that's kind of what I mean by unique is don't just like look exactly like all of your competitors. So going to our examples of the day, rare beauty and makeup by Mario Both companies are obviously makeup companies, right? They provide the same products, but they have a completely different feel in their marketing and they have a completely different feel in their branding. Like Rare Beauty feels a lot more accessible and laid back and it feels like more so like the everyday girl. Like how would you describe Rare Beauty's branding? I think to me, Rare Beauty is kind of emotional. Like I
1: think it definitely is trying to invoke... Emotions, because you know Selena's whole thing is um, like mental health awareness and kind of like compassion and inclusivity, and even the colors are named like happy, joy, like different emotions,
0: and even like the the visual branding is kind of like it's like a cream and like Mm -hmm. very warmer toned, like reds and burgundy type of colors. Like Mm -hmm. it feels like inviting. Versus like on the complete flip side of that, Makeup by Mario is very clean, every, like all white packaging, mm-hmm. feels very professional, feels like every time I've been looking at this, which I have a lot this week because we have a lot of content surrounding these three companies, the, the word sterile keeps coming to mind. Like it just feels <laughs> like – and I, I don't know if that's like a no, good no, connotation or bad. Really
1: good for it Because it's literally white with black block font on it. But you can see it yeah. from a mile away. Like when you walk into Sephora, his entire little, what do you want to call it? Like a booth, I guess, is all white. Like everything looks exactly the same. Yeah. You can look at it from across the store and say, there's his his cream blush. Oh, there's his new concealer. There's what like you can see exactly, exactly what it is because you know it. Because there's only one image, really.
0: So that's That's kind of what I mean by branding and being unique. I did want to bring up one other company because as I was writing out this outline, this company came to mind immediately, but REM or REM Beauty by Ariana Grande, I think has done branding, took like unique branding and has done it amazingly, like from their packaging to their marketing, to their website, to their billboards, to whatever it is, like you see that And you're like, oh, okay, yeah, I know who that is. You don't even have to see the brand name to know who this marketing, this piece of marketing belongs to, you know? And you guys know what I mean. Like their lipsticks quite literally look like astronaut helmets. So like they did unique. I think like kind of on the same wavelength,
1: but on the other side of the road, Fenty Beauty I don't mm-hmm. think that her packaging is anything special or like super identifiable, but the way that she words her products, it's like body lava, gloss balm. Like she has very mm-hmm. creative ways of what things are called that you could grab a list, a lip gloss and be like, oh, I grabbed a gloss balm or I grabbed this or like the magnetic sticks, different things that are kind of setting her apart that feel small, but you know, like they click immediately. I think she's another yeah. one.
0: So that's like, I mean, to be honest, one of the easiest ways that you can stand out, right, is by your visual representation, your branding. And I also want to make it clear that branding is a lot more than just your logos, your color schemes, your types, your graphics, everything like that. Branding is also the feeling that you invoke in your audience or your customers. And it's really about the experience that you are giving them which kind of segues perfectly into the second topic, what else you need to stand out? And that's having a brand tone. That's really figuring out your voice and your tone as a company. And that kind of applies to what you were just saying too, Megan, like Fenty wording things differently. And even like Kylie beauty does that, right? They have like Kyber, whatever they're, like yeah, like they like name things a certain way, but even outside of names, it's like, the copy, which is what we were literally just talking about. It's how you talk to your audience that's going to make a difference. So for example, like everybody has a different voice on social media. Every brand has a different voice. So there's obviously if you're like a law firm, you're probably going to sound more like put together and polished and more professional versus if you're a media company, you have a lot more room to be like silly and playful Or even thinking of like, let's, everybody knows Duolingo. They're very silly. They're very funny. The way they talk, they don't take themselves too seriously, but that's one of the huge things that has set them apart from other like language learning apps. And there's a lot out there. They're not the only one, but they've been able to really set themselves apart from their competitors, especially online, because they don't take themselves too seriously.
1: I think another a funny one, too, that kind of just came to mind when they just did Grimace's birthday at McDonald's. Oh, my God. That was like the most random media campaign like that I've seen in the past several years. It was crazy. It was everywhere because it was like, what the hell is going on? Like He was on their Instagram, on their Twitter, on their TikTok. I didn't know what Dude. exactly it was that they were advertising. I just saw it purple.
0: But it was, it was everywhere. Me. I literally went to a McDonald's. I went with a friend. We like played pickleball and it was like nine and we were like, oh my God, we should like go get a Sprite from McDonald's. So we went through the drive through This was before I had seen anything online. This was probably like two months ago. Mm-hmm. And the guy's wearing a pin, the cups all say happy birthday Grimace. I'm like, what's <laughs> going on? And my friend goes happy birthday. And I'm like, is it his birthday? She's like, well, his pin. And I'm like, who's Grimace? <laughs> it wasn't the man handing me my soda. It was was Grimace, the the
1: McDonald's character. Grimace in the room with us right now.
0: (laughs) But anyways, the tone in which you say things is very important. So, and it really, like I said, it goes hand in hand with your branding itself. So going back to that Rare Beauty example, like they're very warm, they're very inviting, and that's how they're social media copy sounds as well, right? They also make it a point to talk about the mental health of it all. They're talking about the vulnerability and even what you said about their naming too, like happy, joy, like it's emotions, it's feelings. Everything goes hand in hand. It's not just their logo and their colors, but it's also like how they are talking. It's even like how they're talking to people in the DMs. Right. Like that's it extends that far. It it extends to like every interaction they have with their clients and their customers is their tone and their voice. Right.
1: Mm -hmm. It's like a story. Yeah. Exactly.
0: So having all of that be consistent is really going to help you stand out. So when you're kind of deciding this, like what like, how are you going to speak to your audience? Is it going to be fun? Is it going to be lighthearted? Is it going to be educational and professional, which I think leans more into that makeup by Mario type of voice? Is it going to be like laid back and friendly? Is it going to be very serious and stern? Like how, what's your, what's your tone? How are you going to talk to your audience?
1: I think it's also important to say that whatever you start with doesn't have to be what you finish with. Like I think that setting tone and and brand strategy is definitely an ongoing process of finding out what works specifically for you and you can always pivot. Like if Makeup by Mario had started and was really colorful and really, you know, wanted to be like Rare Beauty or wanted to be like Charlotte Tilbury or, or somebody else who I feel like has really kind of risen up in the past couple of years, he very well could have. He had the name he had the money, he had the notoriety that he could have positioned himself that way and changed. He could have then gone more towards the minimalist and the black and white and whatever. It's all about, I think, figuring out what resonates and what applies and what makes sense.
0: Yeah, exactly. And I I do like that you brought that up because I think there's this fear around like your logo and your branding and your tone and it's like once you choose something, you can never stray away from it. But if that's like not resonating – and this also is like a, a bigger – this is a huge conversation, right? This doesn't really just end with this podcast. This conversation around branding is a much larger conversation, but it also ties in your ideal audience, right? Right depends on who you're talking to. I think even going back to that Makeup by Mario and Rare Beauty, they have kind of a different audience. Sure, it's people who like shop at Sephora, but Rare Beauty feels a lot more like attainable, even in their price points. Feels Mm -hmm. more attainable, feels more like you could be 14 and using Rare Beauty, you could be 85 and using Rare Beauty. It really spans very large. Makeup by Mario feels a lot more like you do have you know who Mario is, you have like some sort of knowledge of makeup in general and like the artistry around makeup. Like their ideal clients are a little bit different, which shapes their tone and their branding. So like I said, the conversation of branding is a very, very large conversation. Um, But for this sake, we're really sticking to like kind of digital branding and standing out on like a digital landscape. But it does include... Knowing your ideal audience, which I believe we have a podcast episode about. To be honest, I'm losing count at this point, but I'm pretty sure we have an episode about that.
1: Also to them the founders of how they started, like Mario obviously is a makeup artist, but he started with those master classes. So he mm-hmm. started like teaching people. And so his social media is a lot of tutorials and it's him showing you exactly how he puts it on and how he's doing this and doing that.
0: Really glad that you brought that up because that's exactly the last topic, which is really like knowing what your strengths are and sticking to that. So like you said, for Mario like he what he is was a professional makeup artist. So he knows all about the artistry of it. He knows how to apply things to look a certain way, how to achieve a certain look, and that's why his Account and the Makeup by Mario account is so tutorial focused and so educational because that's what he's good at, right? Like, he is a makeup artist at his core, like, first and foremost, that's where he started and that's his strength. So, it makes sense that they would play that up online as part of their strategy. And then, roping in Summer Fridays, like, Mariana Hewitt was and is at her core an influencer, that's how she started which makes sense why their brand is very curated and has this like aspirational feel to it very like it girl type of feel to it because that's their strength is honestly the like aspiration and the curation of Summer Fridays is one of their strengths they're very good at it they're really good at almost invoking envy in not necessarily in a negative way but just in a way of like oh, this it girl has this product. It's giving the same thing as like, Regina George did this, so like mm-hmm. I did this. Like that's kind of the energy that I get from Summer Fridays is, oh, like I they have this product, so I need this product type of energy. But that's like a strength of theirs. I don't think that's anything bad. I think that's just, they know how to curate. They know how to invoke envy. And so they play that up. Mm-hmm. I think obviously like whatever business you are, whether you're a social media manager, you're a business owner, whatever it is, you're not the only one in that industry, right? Like we're way past that. Nobody's nobody's really a first anymore. There's a lot of people in your industry. You have a lot of competitors, but you don't have to do your strategy exactly like your competitors do because you have strengths. You have things that you're probably really good at that maybe your client or your, not clientele, that your um, competitors are not as good at. And you need to play into the things that are specific to you and your company. So those are kind of like the three main things that I think you need in order to stand out. And I think, you know, at the end of the day, you put them all together and it creates a brand and it creates a strategy or the beginning of a strategy that is authentic to you, Right. It still is going to provide value, but it's going to feel authentic and it's not going to be like forced authentic. I think this is something I see a lot of brands struggle with because authenticity is so like quote unquote trendy right now. They feel the need to like push vulnerability and push whatever. Like I think most people think when you say have an authentic social media strategy, they're like, oh my God, I need to share Everything, like I need to be vulnerable, and it's that's not necessarily what it is, it just needs to feel like aligned with you and why you started the business and who you're talking to.
1: Yeah, I think that that's how you can be proud of something that you created too. You know, like looking at it and really seeing yourself in it, I think is such a nice pat on the back, especially if it's successful. Like being able to look back and say, I did that, that's me, like that's my baby, like means a lot, of course. And I think that this is, you know, the surest way to do so.
0: And I would agree. So as I stated at the beginning of the episode, there is like a whole deep dive on specifically rare beauty makeup by Mario and summer Fridays on our blog. If you want like more of an in-depth look at their strategies and what's working for them, maybe use that as inspiration, maybe use that as like some sort of guidance in creating your strategy um, but I would highly recommend you go check that out. Megan wrote it. So if you support Megan and you love Megan, you will go listen or go read that. <laughs> um, and then there's more info all over our Instagram and TikTok, as there always is. If you want more information, we have a plenty, plentiful resources. We have plentiful resources. Just all over the place. So, make sure to follow us on Instagram at TJ Creative Agency. Same thing on TikTok. And if you want even more, make sure to follow the newsletter. That's where we really give, like, you're kind of the first person to hear the news on the newsletter typically. So, make sure to follow us on all of that. Megan, you got anything else you want to add? Uh, no. <laughs> Gorgeous. I
1: think we Gorgeous.
0: Have- then we will talk to you. Next week. Bye.